All right, everybody, welcome to the Musical Splaining Podcast. I am your host and bah humbug enthusiast. I don't know. I probably should have thought of something funnier before we started recording. <laughs> and uh, I am the uh, not appropriate for children version of this story. And my name is Bob Crotchet. Um, Bob Angelina Crotchet. Mian. I'm Crotchet. Ugh. Sweaty dumps. Uh, Sweaty dumps. Today we're talking. Speaking of sweaty dumps, speaking today of- we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> the ghosts of my past. Um, <laughs> sorry. A very blo- It's no. It's my past, present, and future. It's sure. a constant thing. It's big sweaty dumps. Um, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> today we're talking about. Today we're talking uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah, we made it hey, through. Muppet we got Christmas through the introduction. Carol. We got we got through it somehow. Uh, like just like the, that one. Uh, you know. Th- um, through the years, we'll all be together. What is it? You have to muddle through somehow. Yeah, it's it's just like that. We muddled through that intro. It's we a very through. We muppeted through. It's a very festive uh, episode so far. We're doing it, man. Um, we've yeah. Got it. <laughs> but yes, we are talking about a Muppet Christmas Carol. A Muppet Christmas Carol, which uh, is apparently a classic. Surprising to all of you guys, I have not seen it. Despite it being a Muppet movie yeah. and not because it was a musical, but because it was a Christmas movie, which is why sure. I did not want to watch it, which, uh, as you guys may have figured out by this point, I did not grow up celebrating Christmas. In mm-hmm. fact, December has always been just another month because I'm not Jewish or Muslim, really, or Christian, obviously. So I know a lot of people sort of celebrate Christmas for the fun of it. But with sure. my family, it was like, nope. You, we do not believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Therefore, sure. we do not celebrate his birth. Therefore, sure. we, even though they were non-religious, really funny, which funny enough, but uh, no, Christmas was not a thing for us. So oddly enough, I I watched all the other Christmas movies just because they were on TV, like sure. Garf- or I guess not movies, but you know, Garfield the TV Christmas specials. And, oh God, a Garfield yeah. Christmas. I still remember all the songs from that one, which is fucked up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why are we doing a Garfield no, Christmas? No, yeah, we should probably do that at yeah. some point. But no, never, never watched this one. I never really had any interest in it. Uh, apparently, it's being. I think it, they they're like doing some special release for the oh, yeah, anniversary it's, it's, it's for thirtieth it. anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, and there's we'll a get new into song it. or something. Yeah, it's it's something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. We'll we, we'll get into that. I, I suppose. Okay. Um, but yes, it is its thirtieth anniversary, and I will say I also didn't really grow up with. This is probably like my most negative opinion that I've ever. Had on the show. Oh I did not grow up with this movie and I have like zero affinity for it. I think I've seen it once as an adult and I, you know, it was kind of on in the background. So I wasn't really paying attention. So like, it's mm. not that I dislike this movie. It's just like, I didn't really, I mean, I, I grew up, you know, very Catholic and Christmas was a big deal. And, you know, like mm-hmm. we did all that bullshit, but like this was never like a part of like my childhood. Um, so mm-hmm. I am like very excited to get to like, kind of, I have, have a reason to sit down and actually like enjoy it. Cause I am a huge Muppets. I do like the Muppet movies. Oh, like, I love the Muppet movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like, let me ask you this. this. Are you a, are you a Charles Dickens fan though? Or are you a big fan of the story of a Christmas Carol? I was talking about this with my husband earlier and no, I just don't like the story. Like, and like I have friends who love a Christmas Carol and all of its iterations. I have a friend who like literally watches every single version they, they can get their hands on. And it's just, it's, I guess it's like. I understand, you know, now as an outsider looking in at me, just talking about every single garbage version of Phantom. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I kind of understand now. But um, <laughs> I think I think I've always just like um, my, my parents, uh, I guess, like, even though I was raised very Catholic, I was also not like we were very much into Christmas for like the fun part of it, like the yeah. big consumerist, like 
Uh, like like my favorite holiday movies growing up, which probably say a lot about me, were like the Home Alone movies because I'm a horrible oh, yeah, of human being. Like, and this Why? came out the same no, year. It's like all of our like everybody. I, I always forget that that's technically a Christmas movie because you think about it as like a kid being alone in the house attacking right. criminals movie. But yes, right. I, that always slips like my mind when it comes ball. up as Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like this came out the same year as like Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, which was like a instant classic, classic in my yeah. house. Like, <laughs> oh, seriously, watched it nonstop. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, they came out the same year, and that was the Christmas movie that dominated my black heart, as opposed to something that I remember this being very earnest. Um, I mean, the Muppets in general are, are, are even though that's it's surprising like funny, for you. I thought you would like something that's like more earnest than something that's like violent, like uh, the Home Alone you would movies. Thing, but I think my family were all just kind of garbage, secretly deep down, <laughs> I see. and like I'm only just now coming to terms with it and trying to enjoy earnesty in like you know its sincere form. This wasn't a, a big one for me, even though again I love the Muppets. I think the Great Muppet Caper is like one of my favorite all time movies. Mm-hmm. Like I could watch that movie. Just put that on anyway. Just watch uh, all of them. Yeah, like yeah, fudge all of them. I think it was just like too sincere, and also like I was in that weird phase where I was like, puppets are for kids, even though they're the fucking Muppets. You know, Lame. I was <laughs> never know? that cool. I know. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so cool. I was the coolest person at Thurgood Marshall Elementary <laughs> with my um Pink Ranger uh fan art. Uh, but anyway, yes. Uh, so not a big one in my in my family. Um, so I'm, I'm but I do again. I, I like the artistry of the uh, Jim Henson workshop a lot. So very excited uh-huh. for that. I do remember this being a very cool like looking movie. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm pumped, even though I have, like okay. again, zero attachment to this movie. Um, so why don't we go ahead and jump into the notes real quick? The Muppet Christmas Carol is a 1992 musical comedy drama film directed by Brian Henson with a screenplay by Jerry Jewell adopted, adapted, sorry, not adopted. (laughs) There's an adoption in this, right? Yeah, 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 sure. (laughs) Perfect. I was I was channeling what happens in the story adapted from the 1843 Charles Dickens novella. The film stars Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge alongside a cast of Muppet regulars, including Frank Oz, Jerry Nelson, Steve Whitmire and Dave Goltz Geltz. Goals, I guess. Goals. Dave Goals. Hashtag goals. Original songs for the film were composed by Paul Williams once again. Yeah, our boy Paul Williams Williams is back. um, Who for? Yeah, who not only wrote and starred in Phantom of the Paradise, one of the best films ever made, but also wrote the music for the Muppet movie. So he's also a Muppet. P. Dubs. Yes, yes. Gave us Rainbow Connection. A living legend. Love him. Legend, legend. Uh, As far as plot summaries go, well, it's A Christmas Carol with Muppets. Surprise. Uh, Need we explain the story of infamously cantankerous Ebenezer Scrooge, a moneylender with a deep dislike of Christmas and acts of kindness in general? Must we remind you of of his good-hearted employee, Bob Cratchit, and his ill son, Tiny Tim? Surely you're aware of the three ghosts of Christmas who come on Christmas Eve to put the fear of God into Scrooge's cranky ass? Imagine all of that, but with Muppets. And you get the idea. Will Scrooge remember his own humanity? Will God bless us, everyone? What exactly is a Muppet? All this and more in The Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite Simpsons jokes. Like, Dad, what's a Muppet? I was going like, to say, oh, what's a Muppet? Yeah, it's not quite a Muppet. <laughs> or it's not quite a puppet. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite a Muppet. I put that in there for you. But oh boy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, it's exactly what I was thinking too. Uh, the Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol is the fourth film in the Muppets film franchise and the first to be produced following the death of creator Jim Henson in 1990. Mm-hmm. Sad. 
the movie also marks the feature film directorial debut of his son, Brian Henson, originally pitched to him as an ABC TV special. Disney soon decided to produce the film as a wide release in theaters. Said Brian of the experience, I got very nervous and I'll be completely honest. I tried to get other people to direct it. I was uncomfortable and terrified, frankly. <laughs> the film is celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. Do you know how well it did when it when it came out? Was it a I big think, hit? I think it I think it made its return, but like I said, like it made it its money back at the box office and it was a modest success. But um mm. this came out the same same season as Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and also um Disney's own Aladdin. So I think it just kind of like Oh, it, okay. It was kind of sat on, you know, the fat cakes of those two uh, movies kind of others. squashed it. So it did make its money back. But yeah, it was not like the big Christmas movie, the big holiday movie event of the season. Um, and I think, I, you know, I was reading something really interesting, reading this really great interview with Brian Henson that they just did um, for the 30th anniversary. And he uh-huh. talked about like... Um, as, as mentioned in the notes, like, uh, I think it was a talent, his talent agent had pitched the idea of doing a Christmas carol. Cause he's like, it's a great story. Why not do it? And, um, Jim or Brian Henson's background, um, with the Jim Henson workshop isn't doing kind of darker stuff. So he did mm-hmm. like, he worked a lot on Labyrinth. He worked a lot on, mm-hmm. um, oh, was it Return to Oz? He played like the big pumpkin oh guy God, in that, that like, fucking movie. Jesus that Christ. fucking movie. So his background is kind of in more, um, in kind of like the spookier aspects of the, of the Jim Henson workshop kind of mm-hmm. oof. And, uh, I think he said the appeal of this one was playing it more sincere and kind of leaning into the inherent darkness of the story or the spookiness of the story that it is, you know, a ghost story. And, um, like that was part of the attraction to him. And he had it's talked. an interesting way of thinking about it. Yeah. 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 And he talked at length about how like Jeffrey Katzenberg was very on board with the idea. Famous film producer, uh, Jeffrey oh, Katzenberg. Right, right. He was, who, who he used was to, part of, yeah, it was him and part uh, of the Disney I, company. And then him and yeah. Michael Eisner had, you know, the biggest breakup ever. And then he went on to go start DreamWorks and, DreamWorks. you know, basically give a middle finger to, uh, the Walt Disney company for the rest of his yeah. life. But very, he gave, very famously, as we've mentioned in this podcast was partially responsible, at least in terms of managerial position, of reviving Disney in the late eighties, early nineties yes, and bringing yes. that Broadway element into all those yes. films starting yes, with, with Michael think, Eisner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Starting with like the little mermaid is like the big breakout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, he, w- what Brian Henson mentioned was that like Jeffrey Katzenberg kept giving notes on the script saying it's not funny enough. It's not funny. Like that was the consistent through line was that mm-hmm. Jeffrey Katzenberg did not think this movie was funny. enough. It's like, why doesn't so, one person have an eyebrow going up and the other one have yeah. the eyebrow going down, which has been what? patented but, Katzenberg. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Like you would think like he's gonna be like, no, it needs more waka, waka, waka. But he was like, no, I need need Scrooge to look into the camera and raise his eyebrow up halfway across Mm -hmm. his forehead and go like, I don't know about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Goes to Christmas pass, goes to Christmas ass. Um, Yeah, no, uh, DreamWorks or Christmas Carol. But uh, yeah, yeah. So there was kind of, I think, like a lot of like um, trepidation around it. Not just for the fact that like it was the first Muppets movie made without Jim Henson around, but also like they were kind of pushing this more. This is like my memory of this movie as someone yeah. again, who really likes the Muppets is that it's a lot. It is a lot less funny. That's my memory of it. It is a lot more mm-hmm. meant to be, even though it's the Muppets, it's a pretty straightforward adaptation of a Christmas Carol. And like Michael Caine is giving like this gut wrenching performance in it, mm-hmm. like, like and treating it very seriously. Cause like there's the, you know, like the whole Twitter meme where it's like, you know, take a book and then pick one person to play like right, one, right. one and the actor to do that. And everyone else is played by a Muppet. And it's just like, he's giving like, he's giving like Michael Caine realness in this movie. He's doing, I don't know. I don't want to die. You know, he's doing like, that's kind of whole, awesome. Like, crap. Yeah. Uh, so again, I'm very excited to, to uh, revisit this and actually pay attention to it. Cause I don't know if I've given it it's, it's due diligence. Um, I was looking at reviews for it and uh, when it came out and it's kind of like, 
it found its audience, I think, like later, like. Yeah, I was going to say mov- movies like this, like holiday movies specifically tend to have legs over the course of years and years, yeah, even even right. if they don't like they do if they don't like do gangbusters at the box office. Like, right. It's a movie that you will literally watch every fucking year, like forever. Right. So, like the way that people like still like like the Santa Claus, which was like what I remember pretty middling and like well it's tim allen you know he's great he's such a talent and he doesn't he's complain ever he's, no, he's such a talent no not at all not at all he, he just doesn't a decent just guy go, um yeah. yeah he's he's definitely he's agree a, with he's him on a lot of stuff <laughs> right right i mean like the you can't people, see me like, right now know, but one of my eyebrows is going up and the other one you're doing the dreamworks down. eyebrow yeah. as yeah. you say it like directly into the camera <laughs> poor tim no, allen his life's poor, so hard i know poor tim allen um you know who gets to make millions of dollars off of Toy Story and is you know Isn't got like a long a running show. Fucking Santa Claus movie coming out now. There's like a Santa Claus like I think series on Ugh. Disney Plus, like which is the worst. You know, like a lot of these like things. I'm just kind of like this is a tangent, but like you know, like like a Hocus Pocus two and Disenchanted. I'm like they're not for me, but I hope whoever watches them is happy with them. But He's like I can't it, think yeah. of a thing I could care less about than like the Santa Claus TV series. So like I guess what I'm getting at is just like, yeah, there are a lot of Christmas movies that I remember being like this movie and then seeing people years later being like, yeah, I love bad Santa Claus. And yeah, I love, uh, you know, Christmas with the cranks. And it's just kind of like, yeah. man, these movies do find their audience. And I guess yep. it's just because Christmas movies are a very weird and limited pool of things to be, you know, diving through. So when you do have one of, any quality, which I'm going to go and say this one probably falls skews more into the quality area than the mm-hmm. what the fuck did I just pay, you know, money to watch yeah. area. That that it sticks with people. Just like Home Alone 2, again, a quality movie about is, is that still one of your ones that you watch every year? I I still watch Home Alone 2 Lost in New York every single year. Like okay. I it, it's worth it for Tim Curry making his little grinch face. That that is like <laughs> the most right. seeds, We the most love you. you. Exactly. Also a <laughs> Fantastic. But um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's that's a really good, astute point that these kind of movies tend to build up their audience. But this one, I remember um, just going back and reading through all this, just how middling the reviews for this were. And like, it's mm. so weird because everyone one I know, like loves this fucking movie. Like this is one of the more like beloved of Christmas movies as far as my well, like, like, group of friends goes. The kids, because we were kids when it came out, so kids sure. weren't writing film reviews the way do the way they do right. now, like on YouTube they and shit, like, and then have like thirty million <sighs> followers and they're gajillionaires. But different yeah. time. Yeah, no, there wasn't like a seven year old being like, "Oh, you know what? Why didn't we pay more attention to the French New Wave in American Christmas <laughs> cinema?" You know, we weren't doing that. I know the kids these days are on Letterbox doing that, but like back then, it was like exactly. I can only see as far as the next Disney movie, guys. <laughs> And what came before it. But yeah, um, so I'm very excited. Yeah, um, interested for this one. Uh, I love some earnestness. I, the older I get, the cheesier I get. And in a good way, cheesy, I hope. But like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, my body is ready for a Muppet movie. Conversely, the, the cheesier you get, the more lactose intolerant I get as I get older. So maybe oh, that's like I know. a good play off just, each other. Yeah, you're just like never going to talk to me again after this one. Um, just, just disgusted by the sincerity of everything. But yeah, no, I, um, I, I am now married to a person who celebrates Christmas, so I have to mm-hmm. adopt Christmas as a holiday, which is still very difficult for me to accept because of it's sure. That, that uh, makes 100% sense. Yeah, it's fair. It's been very it, I'm not going to lie. It's been very complicated. And it's like sure. so much of my identity growing up was the fact that I didn't celebrate Christmas. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Were you like, you know, one kid in class who was just like, yeah, this is not what I do. 100%. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, sure. you know, on the one hand, it's like you feel 
weird and like isolated. And on the other hand, you just sort of end up wearing it with like a badge of honor. I'm just like, oh, I don't fucking celebrate Christmas. Oh, I'm right. cool. Like we celebrate right. Noru's in the spring and Persian New Year. Right. And I have a better And now I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to celebrate both. Fuck. So. <laughs> oh, man. Like even just having to celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving in the span of like a month is exhausting for me. I'm How do you just, people like, do it? This is so hard. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I think that's why people Ugh. just drink the whole way through it. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> it makes sense when you think about it. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been interesting watching kids movies now or Christmas kids movies with a kid because like, you know, my husband wasn't really raised anything, but his dad was like Protestant and his mom was Catholic, but they didn't raise him to be anything particular. And like, yeah. I don't consider myself Christian anymore, but like we mm-hmm. still celebrate Christmas and we're watching like Christmas movies with Joe and be like, man, we're going to confuse the fuck out of this kid. Yeah, she's going to be like, we love Christmas. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be like, what's going on here? So, you know, so many bridges to cross uh, there, but man, um, a lot of Christmas movies are not good. And I have a feeling that this one is probably going to be one of the better ones. So, I mean, it's Muppets. So even at its worst, it'll still be right. Muppets, which to me is like, you know, worthy of watching. And it's nice to have another right. one in the, you know, in the, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, it's, in, it's kind of in circulation of movies that Sarah and I can watch that, sure. uh, you know, if I have to watch a bunch of Christmas movies, at least one of them's got Muppets and that always makes me happy, you know? Sure. So. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm relative. I didn't even realize there were songs in this one. That's the, that's yeah. the weird part. Yeah. Oh, oh, to go, to circle back to a point. And I guess we will end up talking about it again, but, um, uh, this 30th anniversary, uh, hubbub has this new, or not a new song, a song that was originally in the film sung by, uh, one of the few other human actors. Um, uh, I forget her name in the story, but Scrooge has like a long lost love interest who turned him away for being a greedy asshole. And she sings this song and it was cut from the film, but then like it was released. But then like Disney claimed that the negatives were lost, so it couldn't be added into like the 25th anniversary edition, like that it was just gone Lies. forever. But then Disney Archivist this year found the actual the negatives vault. of it. So the vault, they scraped, they literally went down to the vault. They spelunked down in there and they pulled this song out for all the theater kids who can't let go of uh, their childhood. So, yeah. <laughs> I d- yes, this <laughs> is exclusively when- a theater kid problem, not everybody right, else with our comic right, book right, movies right. and our special no, effects films and no, our reboot TV all. shows no, and like reboot no. films. Yeah, only I theater kids. In doing this, we are going to be the Scrooge by the end of this. <laughs> uh, but with that said, I think, are, are, are we good to watch, I think? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and we'll go ahead and watch uh, A Muppet Christmas Carol and return, uh, return changed men and women, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Maybe not. Maybe not. It's a Christmas miracle. What? <laughs> it's a Festivus miracle. This episode is sponsored by Curiosity Stream a subscription streaming service with thousands of documentaries and nonfiction titles, such as Great Film Composers, The Music of the Movies. An insightful documentary series, Great Film Composers explores the origins and influence of film music and the composers who developed some of the most iconic soundtracks in history, such as King Kong, Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings. As an obsessive fan of movie scores, I scored this series a 10 out of 10. But I didn't score my scorecard properly, so when I went to tear the paper, it ripped all weird, and then I was excoriated for not doing a good job, and then just, you know, whatever, you guys, just please watch the documentary, okay? You can also get access to our streaming video service, Nebula, when you sign up for CuriosityStream using our code at curiositystream.com slash musicalsplaining. The Streamy Award-nominated Nebula is a video streaming platform built by and for creators. So you've got Curiosity Stream, Porque Nebula, 
because it's a place for smaller indie education type creators to try out new ideas that might not work out on YouTube. With Nebula, you can see original video essays, films, documentaries, and the like from creators like Cat Black, Sarah Zed, and Abigail Thorne. Right now, you can get CuriosityStream and Nebula for only $2.99 a month or $15 for the full year by visiting curiositystream.com slash musicalsplaining. Once you use the code, you'll get a welcome email from Nebula giving you access to CuriosityStream and Nebula and a whole library of awesome stuff to watch. I'm Santa Claus, but yeah, <laughs> you have the deeper voice, you know, I, I feel like you have the more Santa voice, which is, I feel like I have the Santa personality, but you have the Santa voice. Um, yes, and I have the Santa beard sort of, it's getting a bit bushy for the season. Yeah, I've got the Santa gut. Uh, <laughs> I've got the Santa, uh, I save everything until the last minute and then I drop it off at the very tip top of a Christmas morning. I, yeah. Oh do, God. Do I'm you just think trying. Santa's uh, lactose intolerant after drinking like so much milk every night or does he just, does he have like a gut of solid gold? Do you think that's why? I don't know what it is. I feel like, you know, after, you know, decades of drinking milk and cookies, you develop a tolerance for it. So I think he probably does, but he's like one of those people that grits his teeth and like gets through it. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm fine. Like, it's like, really I want to be a kids. P- right, right, right. He's like, I want to have strong bones. I don't want to be a pussy. I got to have my milk, you know, like that sort of thing. For all you kids listening. Yeah. Put a, a non-dairy <laughs> option for Santa and see which one he drinks. And right, if that's right. the one he drinks, that's how we know that he likes, he prefers almond beverage, which is not milk yeah. technically because he can't milk an almond. Santa really bought into the U.S. Department of Agriculture's uh, marketing campaign yeah, for milk in the nineties. Corn as well, yes. Right, right, exactly. Exactly, uh, exactly. Anyway, so we've <laughs> we've gone a bit off topic. Yes, Muppet Santa's Christmas explaining. Carol, because it's about Christmas. That's what we it thought it is Santa. about Christmas, and it's there's about- no Santa. This is this is this this story. Um, honestly, like. I guess, you know, because we talk about uh, and mm-hmm. we being my husband and I, because we are deeply sad people talk about like how fascinating <laughs> the whole <laughs> phenomena of Coca-Cola basically inventing Christmas, uh, you know, with mm. the, the the Santa image is really, really like the branding Coca-Cola pushing that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the other kind of part of just like Christmas is Charles Dickens, too. Like, I feel like. Yeah. Like it's like those are like the two big modern pieces of, I guess, pop culture ephemera that like made you go, hey, Christmas, because, yeah, like. Watching this movie, it kind of made me go like, holy fucking shit. I've seen so many versions of A Christmas Carol. The way that A Christmas Carol is just like referenced. Because this is this, I guess, first and foremost starting out is that this is a very straight adaptation. of. Um, so Christmas Carol, obviously, by Charles Dickens. It's a yes. story about Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes. And as you said, this is a pretty straightforward adaptation. There's really, as far as I know, with the exception of like adding some songs and the fact that a bunch of the characters are Muppets. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's basically a straightforward adaptation of the story. Also, yeah. uh, it's framed by, and I don't know if this is the case in the book originally, but it's framed by um, Gonzo being Charles Dickens as the narrator of no, the story. No, no, no. Charles Dickens absolutely wrote Gonzo in there and Rizzo. Like, yeah. there's Gonzo and Rizzo in the book. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, you didn't, okay. what? You never read it? <laughs> no, no, okay. Okay, so that's yeah, correct. So yeah. that, uh, that's the only, as far as I can tell, that's like the framing device is Gonzo yeah. pretending to, and he's not even really playing him. It's, it's like him, no. it's Gonzo playing Charles Dickens rather than yes. he's like, I'm Charles Dickens because Rizzo the rat is his sidekick. And he's right, just sort right, of right. like, you're, what are you talking about? That's the only time they really kind of break the fourth. I mean, not just because he's the narrator talking, but like he'll break form of like it being in the, you know, 1900s and, you know, sure. d- literally Dickensian England. 
But yes, of course, it's about Ebenezer Scrooge. Is this yeah. everybody fucking knows the story, as you said? Yeah, He's right. This, I know it feels so silly describing a Christmas. Yeah, it's really crazy. When, when, yeah, even like again, if you didn't grow up celebrating Christmas, everybody fucking knows. God bless us. Everybody everyone, knows it. And all this. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Tiny Tim, Bob, Crap. Yeah. So basically, uh, just for the very like few people out there who are probably listening, just going to try to do a speed run of this real quick, yeah. maybe. Like, so Ebenezer Scrooge is a really wealthy moneylender. Um, he underpays his employees. He really sucks. He's mean about everything. He kind of sounds like, I don't know, a lot of people. In yeah, he's the just world a modern today. day capital. Yeah. He's a CEO yeah. of today that people would worship on Twitter. Right, exactly. <laughs> Names you don't unsaid. understand his you plan. Stand. That's why he's got he's playing 5D chess. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Uh, he's playing 5D chess with like his poor employee, Bob Cratchit, who is a yeah. clerk there. They can't and, take uh, piss breaks. They're pissing in bottles like on the right. night before Christmas. Right, right. There's no uh, there's no OSHA <laughs> compliancy in the office. And even though they could afford, you know, to update it. Um, he's probably a but, union buster. Yes. Continue. Sorry. Right. So it's the it's it's Christmas Eve and uh, Bob uh, even Easter Scrooge is like I hate Christmas. His nephew invites him over and he's like Bah humbug, this sucks. And basically yeah. his employee has to like beg for a Christmas day off, um, uh-huh. which which he successfully does. That's Bob Cratchit and he goes home to his family. And so Ebenezer Scrooge goes home and he is promptly greeted, I think at midnight, by the ghost of his former business partner, Jacob Marley, who in this yes. is two ghosts as opposed to one. That's maybe the only big difference I can really That's think true. of. And very appropriately cast as Stadler and Waldorf. Um, yes. Being like, ho, 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 we're old and crotchety. It's actually the perfect role for those two. Actually, in the yeah, case of the yeah. Story. And I should say that Kermit the Frog is also Bob Cratchit in this, which yes. is, I guess, good, great Kermit casting because Kermit yep. is probably, he's the straight man of the Muppets. Um, and uh, so anyway, uh, he's visited by the ghosts of them and they do the usual, you know, you know, we were greedy in the afterlife and we're giving you a warning yeah. of what's to come tonight. And then mm-hmm. first he's visited by the ghost of Christmas uh, past, which past. is a very... Terrifying, it's horrifying, nightmarish, terrifying uh, cool. nightmarish very puppet. cool, but also just like, oh my god, like I would probably, as I say this as a deep sinner, I would repent and find God if that yes. came to me in the middle so of the, the night. The, the, the three ghosts are not played, but they're all three specific yes. unique creations for this. They're the only ones that are not, which I thought was an odd choice. Yeah, um, yeah, but anyway, it's okay. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad okay. choice. I was just surprised no. that they didn't use three different characters of the Muppets that were already established and said three right. unique Muppets. Right, right, right. Like, why was, like, Pepe Lobster not the ghost of Right, or, like, Animal could have been the ghost of Christmas. Right. But but anyway, so there's the ghost of Christmas past who, you know, takes Scrooge to his childhood, and Scrooge kind of has to sit and reevaluate what a miserable childhood he had, and then, like, he sees his first, like... Fucking, he's a fucking nerd. He's a fucking simp for the man, and yeah. uh, everyone already basically hates him. Then you yeah. see him as a young man, you know, meeting this girl that he likes named Belle, and you're like, oh, maybe Scrooge is going to get his dick wet and his life will change. But he does he never not. Does. Uh, he just never becomes commits obsessed to marrying with Belle. Money instead. Right. He's just like, right. business is never good. And she's like, dude, you're rich. What does it matter? Yeah. Oh, you right. used to love me and you don't. And then she dumps him. Yeah, she dumps him. And then that's kind of the end of the Christmas past thing, past, which is pretty yeah. funny when it's just like basically a ghost showing Scrooge how like he didn't get up. laid and he never yeah. had fun. <laughs> like, it's so funny, like uh, uh, FOMO. And uh, then we are visited by the ghost of Christmas present, which is my favorite. Oh, I-, I like the puppets that they do for this. Like, it's one of my things I did really like about this. The puppets of the ghosts, the ghost of Christmas present, who's just this the jolly giant. Fuck. Yeah, he's like this. He looks like really huge torment from fucking <laughs> Game of yeah, Thrones. he's like if Santa like um, yeah, it was a redhead. 
was a red. Yeah, I was about to say a redheaded ginger Santa, which is a very fun image to begin with. But he basically goes around and he shows, obviously, as his ghost title, you know, indicates uh, what's going on in Christmas at the present. And he sees like basically his nephew and his like nephew's family all making fun of Scrooge for being. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, just everyone dunking on him really hard. And Scrooge is like, what, me? They don't like me? And uh, then, right, exactly. And then he takes them uh, to uh, them both to Bob Cratchit's house, uh, where Miss Piggy, who plays Bob Cratchit's wife, uh, in probably the best casting of Muppet, uh, Muppet's a character thing. She has, like, I think my favorite lines in this whole thing. Uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, we see, you know, the Cratchit family and how meager their Christmas dinner is. And, of course, you know, Bob Cratchit's sickly son, Tiny Tim. Tiny who's Tim. Played by, um, uh, not Scooter. What's the what's the Robin the Frog? I think is the, right, that yeah. frog's name. His nephew, uh, I think, is in this in the actual Muppet universe. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 interesting. Uh, but so he sees that, and Scrooge is like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize you know Bob Cratchit's family had it so bad." Blah 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 blah. And then uh, the ghost of Christmas present is basically like, "Okay, I got to peace out," and we yeah, get bye. the last ghost. Yeah, <laughs> the, the ghost, ghost of, of Christmas uh, future. Who's yeah, just which like is a just, giant hood, which is uh, that yeah. that one's a cool puppet. I like that one. That's a, lot. a cool puppet. Yeah, it's really oh, it's just like that's really, not really a puppet. And, I don't know what you call them when they're like a giant. Uh, it's like a pu- person pu- in a costume. Costume. It's like Big Bird or like Snuffleupagus or something. It's like one of these giant or like ones Sweetums. that somebody inhabits. Yeah, yeah. Sweetums. My favorite Muppet of all time is Sweetums. Yeah, Sweetums I'm just putting is great. it out there. I fucking love Sweetums. I love um, Good. I'm glad we agreed on the Sweetums. Uh, yes. Uh, on the Sweetums being Those the best, lashes. It's got beautiful lashes. Beautiful lashes, great hair. <laughs> You know, we love a tall guy. It's just yeah. kind of like, you know, he's, he's got six his feet whole package. tall, so he'll, everyone's going to swipe right on him. <laughs> this, um. is, this, is, this is the Sweetums <laughs> fucking podcast. Um, but so basically, uh, the Ghost Christmas feature shows him, of course, that Tiny Tim is dead by the next Christmas, and that also Scrooge is dead by the next Christmas. Yeah. And that and no one nobody, cares about his grave, yeah. and they're all just like, Scrooge is a fucking loser. That dude was an yeah. incel. Fuck him. He just like right. hoarded all of his money. Right. Um, no, but again, yeah. on Twitter, everyone's like he was a genius and a visionary. Right. And he probably invested right. in crypto. Right. Exactly. He's like pushing those like NFTs really hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Scrooge would be. There's no real life counterpart to Scrooge that I can think of right now off the top of my head. Not none at all. Not not that I no, can name by no, name at all. Mm, absolutely not. No. Um, but so anyway, Scrooge wakes up from these this uh this this sequence of nightmares slash dreams and is immediately mm-hmm. like, oh fuck, I've been wrong. And he does the whole you know one eighty oh, where repenting, like yeah. The, the very famous like boy, what day is it thing? Because it's Christmas it's morning. Christmas day. Yeah, it's Christmas Day. Played by Bean the Bunny here, and yeah, then it just ends with him like you know being nice and giving money to people, and you know yeah, just being Bunsen a nice person. Bunsen and Beaker were asking for donations. Oh, in the right. first part of it, and he like right. he's like here's and he whispers in the amount they don't say how much. But he probably was just like, how much of this is enough to be a tax deductible? Right. Exactly. Like, All right. That's exactly how much you should do. What am I getting on my taxes for? Yeah. Like just my damn cynical ass do people brain. people know I'm a philanthropist this? if I give you a lot? Right. Well, you could put this into the Ebenezer Scrooge Foundation. <laughs> the foundation, um, yes. Right. It's a trust um, for my children. Anyway. And then, yeah, everything's uh, happy. And then he brings God bless us he everyone. He brings them a turkey. It's great. Yeah. Everyone's happy. It's a Christmas Carol, and Christmas with the Muppets, Carol. and that is it. So yes, that was that. That's the Christmas Carol uh, with the Muppet stink on it. And honestly, yeah, like again, pretty straightforward adaptation of of it. Like, you know, there's a lot of like um, talk on the internet now about this like Netflix Scrooge where he's hot or like um, <laughs> Netflix like, Scrooge. Oh God, yeah. There's like a new what? animated like Christmas Carol, and he's voiced by oh. Luke Evans, and he's like designed to be like a daddy type and like it's oh interesting it's like you know did you ever hear about the Wensler phenomena Wensler oh my god I don't even know what that means 
so there was uh the when the Lorax movie came out, like the once there was kind of imagined as like this kind of like emo. Do you know the Lorax? The once there's kind of like the off-screen narrator who kind of destroys the planet and you never really see more than like his hand. Uh in the, in the movie, anime I, Yeah, it, in the animated it, in, movie. Yeah, in the DreamWorks or Sony, it was like Sony or DreamWorks or something did a Lorax version about like it goes 10 Blue years ago. Sky, probably, Blue right? Sky, probably. Blue Sky, one of them. Blue Sky's the one who did all those. Yeah, uh, I swear this is relevant. Uh, but like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, so Blue Sky, one of those one of those houses did uh, the Lorax and they mm-hmm. made the Onesler who is in the book and in the like Chuck Jones cartoon, just a hand mm-hmm. basically in an yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. They made him like a kind of like hot, emo young guy and Tumblr of course in front of his eye or something and of course Tumblr lost its mind and uh, so there's a new animated version (laughs) I I don't have to say more than Tumblr lost its mind if you are feeling very adventurous or you want to never look at things ever again just look at once or (laughs) just lose all faith in humanity and and the internet at large you're like the internet (laughs) was a mistake right Uh, well so there's a new animated uh, Scrooge voiced by Luke Evans that is very like uh, considerably hotter than a lot of hot Scrooge, Scrooge designs. He's okay. kind of hot. And so uh, the internet's already kind of freaking out about that and calling him like the Onesler of 2022. Um, obviously last year, <laughs> last year's Onesler was Bruno from uh, uh, Encanto. And now we have this, but um, uh, they, uh, so what I was getting so now at Scrooge there, porn is a thing is what you're saying. Effectively. Scrooge porn is a thing. And then honestly, like there was like a version made a couple of years ago by the BBC and like produced by Ridley Scott and Tom Hardy, where, uh, he was played by um fucking Guy Pierce. Like yeah, and like all these oh, like Okay, okay. Yeah, these like daddies. all these weird daddy scrooges. And so like I guess what I'm trying to get at Weird. Okay. Where are we going I'm, with this? <laughs> I swear to God, is that like it's very the one thing I really really like about this movie is just how deeply sincere Michael Caine is in well, it. Oh yeah, like, he plays it like He's like the most like an Oscar winning performance of Scrooge. Yes. I swear. See, that's that's what I was trying to get out right here. And so when you think the Muppets movie, you think all sorts of squirrely shit with Scrooge. But like this is somehow one of the most like earnest <laughs> like uh, versions of A Christmas Carol, despite the Muppet label on it. And a lot of that is because of Michael Caine and how he plays this. Like he is giving right, everything. Right. <laughs> Like when I think human actors in a Muppet movie, I'm thinking Charles Grodin giving like high camp. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, Charles Mel- Grodin would have been really funny actually. But oh, Charles Grodin, Charles Grodin. Uh, if you've never seen, rest Gene in peace, Hackman would have been funny. Like right, yeah, right, old right. Curmudgeon. Mel Brooks shows up and is yeah. like doing some goofy shit. But no, you have Michael Caine, like literally the only name in this film um, that I think anyone you know most people yeah, would recognize. Yeah, yeah. But like just giving, like in just like. He brings it. Yeah, he brings it. Like you feel, you feel for the man, and so like that. That I wanted to call out right away. I did really enjoy uh, yes. Michael Caine in this, but I have to say, like uh, from from a the perspective of like a Muppets person, this was a weird yeah. one for me. Like, um, yeah, it's it's not um, it's not your typical Muppet movie. It is no, yeah. a very straightforward adaptation mm-hmm. of fucking um, a Christmas Carol. And that's a choice, obviously. I think, yeah, considering when it came out, like you know, it's the first production they did after Jim's death. It's in the early '90s. Like it's 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 a very um, it's unexpected that they would do that. Yeah. And there's not that many gags. There are there, there's gags, of course, but yeah. it, it's and sort of sorry. Go ahead. The gags in this are very like strange. They don't feel like, um, for the most part, like it doesn't feel like Muppets humor. Like so. No the fact that that it's in the shadow of Henson's death like immediately afterwards yeah I think it's yeah. like it rains it rains pretty big over this I think like 
that crew of people who made this like, yeah. you know, cause the Muppets, everybody who worked on the Muppets, it was like this big kind of, I don't like the word family. Cause you know, that's like a weird term when it comes to work, but it's like this, sure. this gang of, of, of it's the same. Who, like, yes. Yeah. It's the same gang of people who've done this. I think they're sort of like, they're probably like trying to figure out like, is this almost okay that we're doing it? Like I was reading right. about, I was reading some of the interviews, like the oral histories and stuff. I think they were all just like, this is really hard to do without our leader. Like they're, they're trying to find their footing. They're really trying to like be truthful to what the spirit of this thing is with with that organization is without the man at the helm. Right. Um, Right. And 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 not make something cynical and weird. Yeah. And then maybe it felt weird for them to just like put a bunch of jokes in it and make it goofy and stupid and weird. Yeah. You know, Muppety. And I think they sort of leaned into the sincerity part of it instead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm extrapolating here based on like what I was sort of reading about it, but I think that's sort of what it is. It's like a, it's, it's somebody in mourning almost like yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you can almost see like, cause I had mentioned in the first uh, part of this episode that Brian Henson, Jim's son who directed this had said that like Jeffrey Katzenberg kept like noting that it should be funnier and it should be funnier. And I don't think, yeah. So, Okay. I've been trying it's to almost like a breakup this... record or something. It's like someone yeah. broke up with somebody and it's the first record they make. That's sort right, of how this right. feels to me. It's not like they're not like depressing, but it's very like they're just they're yes. trying to remember like what the root of why they love this thing is. And a lot of it right. probably has to do with the relationships and the sincerity. And yeah, I do like the choice that they have to go for a more sincere version of it. Because, again, as you mentioned, this was the 90s. This is like the post mm-hmm. like we could do whatever the fuck we want. Everything's yeah. great. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and like I think like the choice to stick with A Christmas Carol, which is like, number one, such a deeply sincere story. And yeah. also like a highly moral one, like um, Very is, much is, so. is a massive choice. And so so I think there's that like the the personal feelings about you know, getting in the way of how they want to take the story. And then there is just like this whole, what is Muppets humor? And it just is like, mm-hmm. they're very like two incongruent things. Cause like the Muppets, like if going, going and like thinking about like things like, um, uh, uh, great uh, Muppet caper or the Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the humor is never, it's not mean, but it is, it's very dry. And yeah. like, yes, it's, it's, it's very dry. It's very like it's deadpan. It's, it's, it's deadpan dad. It's like you had a classy yeah. dad who had like, um, like Eames chairs and like, you know, yeah. wore skinny ties dad humor. Um, is a lot of puns, that kind of yeah. shit. Like very, the jokes yeah. are very gaggy. They're very like vaudeville. Like, I mean, vaudeville has like a huge influence on old yes. Muppet stuff in particular. It's very, yeah. And like, it, it's not that it's, so it's not like mystery science theater where like, you know, you're, you're, you're making fun of something shitty. Um, <laughs> It's it's just it's just very dry, and when you are kind of um, putting that against something very sincere, like yeah. that everyone kind of knows, and like that everyone has kind of made fun of over you know the yeah. last you- 150 years, it's kind of hard to make that humor work. And so I noticed that a mm-hmm. lot of the humor in this. It's just like really weird physical gags. Like it's like Rizzo falls on something like that's all kind of really is. It's like people falling and spinning and it's just kind of like it doesn't really feel like the Muppets to me in the end. And like uh, like again, like I I don't know, like does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it does. And I think the other part of it that's interesting to think about is that it's not a movie about the Muppets. Like that's no. the strange part of it is like, mm-hmm. there's no, it, it's a movie about Michael Caine in this world of Muppets. And as far as I can tell, like that's the first and only movie that they really do that in. Am I, I guess am I, I'm trying to go through like the catalog of all the Muppets movies in my head right now, but I guess you could argue that Muppet treasure Island is the other one, but the Muppet treasure Island takes it in such a different direction. It is the silliest movie ever made and like mm-hmm, embraces mm-hmm. it. And also like, 
Treasure Island is like, you know, like the basic action story. Like it's not like the deepest story. People don't remember Treasure Island because it's some deep philosophical story. They just remember because, you know, Long John Silver's a really fun, you know, Uh heel turn villain pirate, like kind of the pirate standard maker. You know, Uh, it's not necessarily known for being a deep book or a book that has something deeply philosophical to say about the world, you know? And so I think that's why they can like make it into a Muppet movie, even though it's not about like, Kermit gets a job as a reporter or it's, Kermit it's is like trying gag, to find uh, it's a gag generator essentially. But this is yeah. all like Muppets are there to support Michael Caine's arc specifically yeah. rather yeah. than any yeah. of the Muppets having their own. And I'm trying to think like, are there no, cause he's omniscient, right? So he's like, he's going around like looking at stuff with all these different characters, but like, are there any yeah. scenes of, of any of the Muppets by themselves without, you know, this idea of like Michael Caine or I'm sorry, of, of Scrooge sort of being a voyeur. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I, I guess think there are. Yeah, I don't think there really are. Besides like kind of the beginning scene with like Gonzo and who are already these meta characters like Gonzo and Rizzo, like before yeah. you meet, meet Grinch or Grinch, yeah. Grinch Scrooge. Grinch. Sorry. <laughs> Grinch Scrooge. The, the Grinch in the Christmas Carol. It's it's the literally the same story, guys. Um, but and and I was a Grinch. Oh, I oh I just unlocked something. I'm like, I think we were a Grinch household, and that's why I just. Was oh, like, yeah. okay, okay. Christmas Carol was not your thing. Yeah, it's like I have only room for one earnest moralizing <laughs> Christmas story, and mine was the Grinch. Thank you very much, the Chuck Jones one. But um, I think you're right. Yeah, like it just it feels really detached from the Muppets, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't I don't think it's like a bad movie per se. It just doesn't feel like a Muppets movie to me, you know? So, and it's, like, and it's the one that it's the one that people like really are like quite obsessed with and like, yeah. really love on a very, very deep level. I, as I said in the first half, I'm like, you know, I didn't celebrate Christmas growing up. I was very much mm-hmm. a person who didn't celebrate Christmas. So I, sure. I hear Christmas songs in this and I'm like, yeah, they're fun. They're good songs, I guess. And I'm like, but I don't, yeah. I don't have any, I tend to shut off. When, when mm-hmm. I hear like really sincere <laughs> Chris, like it's the time of sure. year when everyone's really like good. And I'm like, that might be the case. But I'm like, oh, I yeah, don't, I don't feel that. I, so I'm like, eh, this is not for me. I, this movie made me go like, I feel bad because like, ironically enough, like watching this, I made I kind of was like, am I a Christmas Scrooge? Like, I don't dislike Christmas. <laughs> I don't. But I don't have like this particular like I need to listen to Christmas music and like, you know, Mm-hmm. do the most Christmassy thing every year. And like, you know, I, I decorate the house just because like I have, you know, now that I have a daughter and like, she's very excited about Christmas. She's into like, it. Yeah. So like, that's, that's the fun part of it. But for me personally, it's like, you know, I can take, um, uh, all I want for Christmas is you like once or twice a month before I like literally want to like <laughs> throw myself in the garbage can. That's twi- like, that's once or twice more than I can. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, I'm kind of like I, I, the same kind of personality type here where like Christmas music in general, Unless, of course, we're talking about the masterpiece that is Paul McCartney and Wings is uh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> um, I just kind of like shut shut my brain off for most Christmassy kind of things and just kind of like am passing through. Like, I feel like I'm passing through Christmas season. Yeah, I just got to uh, get through this month. for stuff with my daughter. So, like, I kind of maybe, number one, saw this too many years too late. Um, and number two was yeah. never like that kind of person for it. But uh, yeah, so going back to the what I'm getting back to is the songs in this aren't. I love Paul Williams. We, you mm-hmm. know, I, I love Rainbow Connection. Think it's a great song. Um, yep. Love, love the stuff he did for the radio. And we all know how much I love Phantom of the Paradise. And I will defend that mm-hmm. soundtrack because I think it fucking rips. But this was just kind of like the music's very. Well, I'm so, Although yeah, Marley and Marley was a fucking earwormer, like I couldn't stop singing. Oh yeah, Marley, Marley and Marley, Marley. Marley. And I was like, God yeah, damn Marley, it, Marley's stop right. singing it! It just gets in your ear, and you're like, you can't stop singing it. 
Yeah. Um, well, it's like those are like two, number one, two of my favorite Muppets. You know, after you know, of once course. we get past Sweetums, every yeah, Sweetums like, and his eyelashes and his hair, <laughs> his beautiful hair, his his pouty <laughs> lips. Um, but yeah, like okay, I do like that song a lot. But like for for the most part, a lot of the music just was kind of like, uh, and I went and listened to that one song. Um, that everyone, you know, was kind of like hubbubbing about because uh, it was cut. Out oh, the of new the one movie. that they put in. Yeah. You know, when love is gone and which it is in the credits sung by Some Martina love McBride. Song that they throw in there, yeah. It's so, yeah, it's, I want to watch I, it. I, I, I agree, but I'm going to say like, I, I don't necessarily think they're bad songs or like, no, 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 no. Songs. Yeah. I just sort of, am like, I have no emotional connection to this story or this holiday or this. Sure. It, it didn't go above and beyond enough for me who as like a you know a non-christmas celebrating person to draw me sure, in. Sure. Like that's that's sure. sort of just to clarify like how i feel about it it's like they're fine their songs are good they're catchy yeah like, i i see how it functions i see how it works i see why people like it yeah i just i'm like but it wasn't enough to sort of pull me out of my you know and scrooge is about a guy who yeah. did, like has lost his humanity and doesn't celebrate Christmas anymore. And I'm like, I never had that to begin. I never had humanity to begin with. Um, I, <laughs> I, I did. Watch, I, I was like watching for me this to begin like, with, you know, I was like, Hmm, this feels like someone I know as I was sitting yeah. here watching this. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I can't um, get back a thing I never had. You know what I mean? Sure, <laughs> like, right, that's sort right. of my angle with it. Yeah. And, and in that sense, I relate to this too. Cause I did not grow up with this movie. And actually, well, I have to put an asterisk on this one because I was thinking about it and I kind of like uncovered a memory that I'd kind of buried in my head. Not, It's not yeah. that deep. It's just that um, I saw this movie. I did see this movie when I was a kid. I was a six year old. Uh, yeah. And it was the sa- it was a week after Christmas. It was right after my great grandmother had died and we were at my oh. aunt Jeannie's house because like she was uh-huh. watching because my everyone in my mom's side of the family lives in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And, you know, I was growing up mm-hmm. in Delaware and my aunt Jeannie, my godmother, uh, rest in peace. She watched all of my cousins and I while everyone else went down to the funeral. Like just oh I've, man, I've I've thousands of cousins, so many kids. You know? So so like <laughs> I just remember there was a point where she just kind of threw us in the basement and like they put on that. Uh-oh. And uh, but I was it was also like my first like encounter trip with death so i was just like and oh, then trip away big trip away okay, yeah. <laughs> that too uh like uh so it was just like a weird like i wasn't paying attention to it and i was just yeah. like oh, also christmas i was like christmas is over i don't want to watch christmas you know like that sort of like little like shitty pissy a piss baby thing so like again i had seen this i ju- and i just remembered that i had seen this once before um as a kid and um yeah like i just it just missed me and i i feel bad because i can absolutely get why people love this again as i mentioned there's just so many christmas movies that are deeply insincere and shitty and like you can just see like the dollar signs in it and this does i don't get that vibe you know it feels no 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 i definitely don't get that from this yeah and i think and also like it's it's a christmas carol is an i was thinking about it It is an interesting story because it's it's a it's a ghost story about this guy like who's you the christmas part of it almost doesn't matter Right, like you right, could right. Theoretically, yeah. swap it out with like any holiday, really. Right, you could uh, have Fourth of as, July you know, Carol. Yeah, exactly. You could have like a Fourth <laughs> of July Carol. It would be interesting because yeah. like, like, structurally, there. yeah. And you I was there, like, boy. oh, it's really simple. Yeah, you're like, what day is go it? It's Fourth of July. It's Independence he's Day. Like, he's like, go get me a 24 pack of Coors Light yeah. and a, you know a rocket to launch into <laughs> Natty like, Light. the backyard. Yeah. Right, <laughs> like, and it could still have the same thing. And it's also just like this. This story is also like it's a weird story in. Not a weird. I don't think it's irrelevant. I think it's kind of one of those things that are always going to people be on people's minds. Sorry. Um, but like this whole idea of just like someone has like a 
overnight realization that they are bad and then they are good. And like it, it, it's yeah. it's again, it's so sincere and so earnest. So I, I'm I uh, this is, again, a tangent. I'm related it back to this. I promise like I'm not doing this just for shits and giggles. Um, I've been thinking a lot about the movie E.T. And uh-huh. it's like I think the same reason why it's hard to do a Christmas Carol and make it funny is the same way that it's kind of like. And this is I'm working on the CT thing for um, work, uh, but uh, uh, for Nebula, just you, so, so which you can Nebula, sign up for, for by following yes, the link in our, yes. in our bio. Blah, 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 yes, blah, yes. I, I'm sure it'll be out by the time this comes out. But um, uh, curiositystream.com/slash/musicalexplaining. Uh, well, right there. Uh, but uh, ET is just so sincere and earnest, and it does it earnest, plays in yeah, kind of like these same these same big operatic character arcs. You know, it's the first like boy learning to say goodbye. You know. Scrooge learning, you know, to find his humanity and everything is just like everything is so straightforward and nary a drop of cynicism in it. And it's like when something is that sincere and also well done, like in the same way mm-hmm. that E.T. is well mm-hmm. done. A Christmas Carol has transcended time for a reason. Um, yeah. I also think we're we're in a position where or sorry, we're in a time in this year, our Lord and Savior year 2022. Uh, the idea of a really rich person finding redemption is just like such a fucking hard thing for me to like really like buy into considering how awful it's become. And uh, yeah, 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 the state that we're in right now is just like, these are some of the worst fucking people in the world right now. Yeah, exactly. Who are like actively setting out to destroy everything that we hold dear and like never back down. That yeah. I'm kind of like, uh, okay, like uh, yeah. maybe these aren't the, uh, I don't know. Uh, I like, I like uh, the uh, idea. Uh, yes. No, it's like, I guess I like the idea, like the concept that somebody can like still do some self-searching and find good in them, you know, is, is very powerful. But also that, like, that was the other thing. I was just sitting here like thinking like, oh, wow, journalists are kick- getting kicked off a social media <laughs> app <laughs> that I will remain yeah. unmentioned. Uh, like, yeah, like, it's just like, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It's a, it's it's a story that like it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard to really hard. <laughs> buy into, and it's hard to get into it. I mean, I can like I can see like I was saying structurally, I understand. It's like okay, it's a very efficient story. It tells yeah. the story well. It's like a very good. Uh, it, it, it's like there's a reason why, like you said, this is an archetype. But yeah. the rich guy, I'm like, oh, no thanks. I'm not mm-hmm. really interested in that. Exactly. Unless he's hot, said, so I guess Netflix figured. Yeah, that unless one he's out. hot, right? Exactly. <laughs> unless there's porn we can make about him on Tumblr. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Although I'm sure somebody's probably somewhere. What's the rule 30 is it rule 32. I always forget. Rule 34. Rule or 34. Sorry. Or it's like, somebody's why am I able to Scrooge pull that up? Oh, I'm sure. Person. Yeah. Michael. I mean, I, gotta, uh, <laughs> I mean, young Scrooge, I was like, young Scrooge can kind of get it here, you know? Uh, but, um, yeah, like Michael Caine and Scrooge can get it in that robe. I'm just, yeah. please don't no, send it to it's us. It's Michael Caine and, um, <laughs> oh fuck, what was the, what was the movie that he did in the seventies where he's like, kind of like, just like a hip cool guy. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Was it Alfie? Oh fuck, yes. what's it called? Yes. It's like, it's just like Scrooge, uh, but played by like Alfie Michael Caine. <laughs> like, there you go. Just fucking around London. Uh, it also, it, it's uh, very humbling watching this movie, realizing it's 30 years old and just seeing how young Michael Caine looks comparatively. It's weird. At that point, he seemed yeah. ancient and now he's like even I know. More, more old. Yeah, I remember watching the trailers being like, that's an old man right there. Yeah. And I'm like, how old is Michael Caine now? To be he's fair, 89? at that point, we thought like 25 was like basically close to death. And here we are. Oh, that's true. Lived way past <laughs> I that. Know. Inching closer and closer. 
uh, waiting for my ghost of Christmas future to point at my grave and say, everyone just talking about there phantom around is. me. That's Miss all Simp. we talk about. <laughs> like that's, She spent that's her life guess. talking about phantom and simping for it. <laughs> right. And then you're gonna, uh-huh. yeah, you at the end, you're just like, oh, ghost of Christmas future. Thank you for showing me how great my life was. I don't regret any of it. I did it. Right. The ghost I did of Christmas it. Future's just like, He's like, he's oh, like uh, oh. that's not how it was supposed to go. You missed the point. <laughs> Yeah, the Ghost of Christmas Future just like pieces the fuck out. He's like, well, if I can't get through to her, I tried. Nothing will. I tried. He's like, I tried, y'all. Raises this like little ghosty hands up in the air and it's like, fucking forget it. I'm done. I'm done. He's uh, he's Michael Caine and he's here. It's Michael Caine, Master Bruce. Master Bruce, Master Kermit. Yeah, like, uh, oh, there was a, speaking of Phantom, one, I'm glad I got my mention in. (laughs) Two, fun fact. Uh, Belle, who plays is the uh, woman that Scrooge likes. Yes, I was reading about this. Yes. Number one, she originated the role of uh, Betty in Andrew Lloyd Webber's Sunset Boulevard, which I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, wait a minute. I know who that is. And number two, she, of course, played Christine Daae in. Oh, she did it as well. She was also on on fucking uh, Les Mis, apparently, while they were recording. Yeah. Yeah. Or while they were filming this. Sorry. Yeah, or yeah. something to that effect. So we have we have we have a you know a legit musical theater actor in this movie that musical you know ironically her song got cut, um, which is very funny to me. There's a uh, there's a lot of Christmas carols out there. So I got a I, I have a friend who's really really obsessed with the Christmas Carol. They like have literally watched every single adaptation of it. And while I am not oh, okay. committed to that, yeah, while I am not committed to that goal, um, I, I I'd put this up there like. Again, I think I mentioned this. I grew up with the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol, which also kind of does. The I same also remember thing. watching that one as a kid. Yeah, yeah. It's like, is it Scrooge? It's literally Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge. Right? Scrooge is, yeah, it's Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge. Right, yeah. which perfect. Uh, that's the one that I grew up with. But it, and it kind of does a similar thing where it's actually very sincere and it's not constantly reminding you of like, see, this is Mickey Mouse or this is Goofy. Yeah, I think there's yeah, like yeah. one you Goofy yell in it. But yeah, yeah, they play it straight. And like, that's the version that I always think of. And, um, you know, what I really like about this movie is when it does do the sincere stuff, because and like it made me go like, I think I like a Mickey Christmas Carol better because it's not constantly stopping this very high emotion to have Gonzo yeah. like explain to you like the story, you know, like that's the thing, yeah. like narrators, narrators in a film are always really hard for me, um, and especially okay. in a children's movie where they have to like really extrapolate on stuff that like you could just mm-hmm, show visually, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like. It was just like, stop fucking stopping, you know, so it's not a long story, folks, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's very, it's very short. The whole movie is like yeah. an, uh, an hour and 20 minutes or something like that. And which, that's with you know, all that padding in it, you know, like, which I yeah, say yeah, yeah. padding in a neutral term. Uh, but yeah, so like, it's, are you, it's are uneven. you like a, are you not a huge fan of A Christmas Carol? I forget if I asked you this or not. I, what are your thoughts uh, on A Christmas I mean, Carol in general? Or are you just sort of indifferent to it as a story, just the source material? I think there's tr- like some real power in this idea, you know, like uh-huh. that you, you can have like this dark night of the soul and become a better person and you're never too late. Yeah. But again, yeah, like I don't like stories that tell you when someone is explicitly bad, <laughs> you know, and they're like, this is bad and you're bad and you're going to go to fucking hell, you know, and I don't know if it's just like. Right. Um, the judgment of you know, the character you're saying sort of. Y- yeah. The story like, judging like, the character. Yeah, the story judging the character like so on the nose. And even if this like this is, you know, a Christmas story with an intent of being a Christmas in like the very Christian sense story as it was written, like that stuff doesn't really appeal to me. And I don't know if it's just because I grew up in like going to church every week and anything that seemed remotely like church, 
yeah. I was incredibly put off by. This sure, is why yeah, I didn't yeah. watch the, the Disney Hunchback of Notre Dame for years after I saw it in theaters. Because I was like, that was scary. And it was, it was like literally going to church. church. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's never been a story that I really like. That I can see, you know, the outside perspective of, of why it has endured and why people like it. But like, for me personally, no. I don't like stories yeah. where I'm being, like, even as a kid, I was just like, well, fuck you too. I'm going to yeah, yeah. hoard all my money and go kick orphans. I don't know. Like... <laughs> I didn't do that. I promise. I was a fairly nice kid. But yeah, like I just I'm not a huge fan of very like moralizing stories to Mm. begin with. You know, I like when things and, and, you know, something like that explicit is I get it. It's purpose, but it's not for me, you know. So I was kind of already on the outside looking in at this one. And I to be very clear, I think this is a perfectly fine and very nice Christmas movie of all the Christmas movies out there. But I think I. Yeah. I'm just doing my, I'm on the outside looking on yeah. in. I don't like a Muppet Christmas Carol personally. Yeah, you know, like, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. No, I think, I think I'm with you on this where I did always like <laughs> the Grinch. Again, as yeah. a person who's just like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck right. this Christmas shit. You people are stupid. And I'm like, yeah. Right, right, the right. The Grinch is cool. I don't like the ending, but I do like the premise. <laughs> I like the I like the Grinch being a piece of shit, like yeah. just like hashtag actively goals. enjoying it. Yeah, hashtag yeah. goals, enjoying it, just like slithering around on the floor and being a little shit yeah. of shit. But even then, it's like it's not the fear of you know God that puts Grinch, you know, that changes the Grinch's <laughs> you know situation. You know, Stupid it's not literally kid making him feel bad. Yeah, but it's even just like it's seeing like people actually not give a shit about him and like continuing to celebrate Christmas is I think very different yeah. than like yeah, you I know agree. like. Like I even then, like I find that a bit more of an interesting like arc than you know. Yeah, yeah. Just told like nobody's gonna love him after he's dead, and then he's like, okay, you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it's a it's a little bit more selfless, I think. That said, right. like they're, they're they're both they're both fine. My favorite Christmas story is um is Moonstruck. If you want a good Christmas movie, go watch Moonstruck. Moonstruck, <laughs> fantastic movie. <laughs> that Cher. best Christmas movie. Shared Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Cage. When are we getting Nicholas Cage as Scrooge? Putting this out there. Oh, putting yeah, this out that would there. be great. Yeah, um, yeah. My Nicolas Cage Scrooge. But yeah, again, you know, a perfectly, a perfectly fine movie. Perfectly <laughs> fine, adequately satisfactory. If you love it, yes. hashtag good for, or sorry, good, good for, for her. her. Dot gif. <laughs> right, right. You're fine. No one hates. We're not judging you. We're just sort no. of like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. We're we're Grinches. We are literally the Waldorf and Statler here. Um, yeah. Or Marley and Marley. Like, or Marley and Marley shaking our chains as everyone enjoys something that we could never figure out how to enjoy in, in our mortal lives. So <laughs> I, I, I did think it's funny that you say that too as, as being Sadler Moldorf because I just kept thinking, I was like, oh, this just feels like the Muppets were putting on a show about a Christmas carol on a stage mm. and then they, mm. they made a movie of that. That's what it feels like. They're yeah. like, okay, we're going to cast... It's like a really yeah. long episode of The Muppet Show, but we're like they right. put on like a real production of it. And then like we're just sort of watching them on stage, but they made a movie it, or sorry. It's a pro shot. It's a pro yes, shot. Yes, it's of, a pro shot. It's, <laughs> it's wow. Look shot at you using musical. that. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, we've done it so well. It is a pro shot of a Muppets musical. A Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. A Muppet, where they're a Muppet like, Christmas yeah. Carol. The meta. Yes. The meta and keeps it, coming. It's, but, that's, um, how, that's how I looked at it. Yeah. I was like, it's a pro yeah. shot of this. If you guys also have thoughts. Uh, please let yes. us know. As always, yeah. we are at Musical Splainin with no G on Twitter. Mm. I don't know for how much longer, unless that whole thing yeah. fucking collapses. 
Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see about that. We're also on Instagram. We need to get on like, at- yeah, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, uh, at Musical Spinning <laughs> with the G. Uh, I am at Kavitaharian on Twitter. Again, who the fuck knows for how long? Uh, and then at Permafriends on Instagram. Yeah, um, I am, well, uh, for hell knows how long, uh, at YAngelina Y on Twitter. Um, I'm also on the same handle on Mastodon. And I am Angelina underscore oh, yeah. S-E-E. Yeah, we got to get on that. Got to get I'm on that. I'm also at Kavitaharian on Mastodon. I, sh- I just <laughs> opened it last night. Um, yeah. Uh, so just just a quick note to everybody. Um, it, it, this is the last episode of 2022. Angie is fancy and is going to be running around next month. Yeah. And rather just than just literally running her, around, just running around, globe trotting, <laughs> flying yeah. to different places, seeing stuff. I'm not going to make you yeah. try to do a uh, find Internet reception in the middle of the jungles in the Philippines or wherever the hell you end up. Um, uh, so, I, yeah, <laughs> to find a way to be like, Kava, this reminds me of Phantom in this way. Yes. By the way, so, it's a day ahead. Of time. <laughs> we're going to take uh, we're going to take a little time to uh, we're going to take a little break. Um, I know last year when we said that it was a little bit abrupt and people were very confused. So we'll just clarify up front. We are coming back. Um, yes. January will be off. It feel, I think February we're going to come back and record stuff. So I don't know yeah. if we'll be back until like either the end of February or beginning of March, depending on how yeah. schedules go. But but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll be keeping you guys in the loop, but definitely, yes. um, I'm sure we'll be seeing all updates of your travels and all the fun stuff you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I will, as always be talking about musicals on any of these places, uh, yes. too. uh, but yeah, we, we will be back. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff. I think we have sitting around in our heads that I'm very excited to talk about. Yes. Uh, we talked about, we planned, it. we tried, <laughs> we tried to take this time to try and plan a little bit for next year, uh, of yeah. have some stuff and, and we have a, we actually have a couple shows that we're going to go see as soon as you come back yeah um, yeah i'm really excited we're going back to live theater baby for <laughs> yeah we're, we're gonna try and do more live theater stuff so we're you know all yeah. that stuff kind of takes planning and figuring it out and, and scheduling yeah. and stuff so so 2023 will give you we'll give you some good shit not that yeah. this year hasn't been good shit we're gonna give you even good i was shit. about to say what the fuck do you think i'm doing here um yes. uh, no. <laughs> but uh yeah with that said as we take time to uh, relax, re-energize, renew, regroup. We hope that you speak guys- for yourself. I'm just going to stress out the entire time. That's how I roll. Yeah, I don't me relax. too. I, know. I don't regroup. I just panic. You just see my nose growing longer and yeah, longer as I'm exactly. talking here. I'm like, as I'm Angie, thinking about you broke my the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my my effects are bottled downstairs is shaking. Like, what's this bitch even talking yeah. about? As we what as, as we mean, take time relax? to panic and stress out and question yes. our our worth. Uh, yes. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, we hope you actually enjoy the inverse of that and have a lovely, you know, holiday season and a happy new year. And we can't wait to come back to you guys. So, I'm actually very yes. excited for yeah the ones that we've we've lined I, I'm, up. I'm going really to be miserable. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I think we've got some good it, ones lined up. I, I'm really hyped. So oh, I, with that piece of information in mind, I hope you guys are just as excited as we are. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and take, take this to time hear. to go back and listen to the old catalog. If, if there's anything yeah. that you missed, you know, try and regroup. We're, we're like giving them homework. We're like, go back and listen yes. to all of our episodes <laughs> <Right>. in the <laughs> meantime. Uh, do all the odd problems on page 56 and no looking yeah. <laughs> at the answer key in the back. Um, and uh, then maybe if you do good, you'll get a rubber ball out of the grab bag. OK, perfect, uh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And of course, uh, please go ahead and leave us uh, reviews and make sure that you rate us five stars and follow the sponsor links. As we mentioned earlier, it always helps. It will hopefully give us a bigger, better and uncut longer and uncut season. Next season. <laughs> yeah. The third movie in every trilogy season three is going to be like a 
that. Ooh, I think. Yes. Ooh, we're gonna, it's gonna Selling be Return it. of the Jedi, or Return <laughs> right. of the King. It'll be Return of right. the something. Right, right, a Return of something. The Kings. Return of something. The Kings. Yeah. Just look um, at us. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening this year. This yes. year we did. It, this year was good. Uh, we got it's a good. lot of. We got a lot of traction this year. So thank you guys. Keep spreading Aww. the word. In the meantime, yeah. And, uh, yeah. We'll see you 2023. 2023, baby. Shining off. Uh.